It's time to reach out, reach out. Time to reach out, reach out. Touch everybody, reach out, reach out. It's time to reach out, reach out. Someone need help. Strength Within Podcast, episode 19. It's Eric with an A. Look, we're going to go right ahead and pick right back up from episode 18 uh, uh, where we talked about resilience. And I want to call this next season, this next chapter, like this is the resilience, right? This is the resilience chapter. And so this is part two, and we're going to pick right back up to where we, where we were and what we were talking about is how how we all are resilient and that it doesn't it's not just a trait that we're born with sure some might be more resilient to others in different difficult situations but we got to understand that each situation is different from person to person but what i want to talk about and continue to build on are the strategies to building our resilience, the strategies to building resilience right now, right in this moment, today. And I'm going to use some research and I'm going to use a lot of some experiences from myself and the things that have changed me or the things that I have used that have helped me not only through life, but most importantly, the past year. Let's think about how much we've all been through already. First, it's almost September. But think about how fast 2020 has flown by. And think about how much weight 2020 has had. How much weight it has put on us. We all can agree to that. And we all have been resilient because now here we are on the back edge of 2020. The coronavirus hit. The stay-at-home orders. The businesses shutting down. Some businesses opening up just to shut down again. The kids are out of school. The teachers are out of work. Now they're talking about the kids going back to school. Now the teachers are going back to work. There's a lot of unknown. Right? But for... Us, we can say that things have, I feel like, been on somewhat of an incline. Whether it's the morale, the energy in the world. I know on on previous podcasts, I talk about like this weight. Like things feel heavy. Like you walk out to the grocery store, you're at Meijer, and you're just like, it's like the wild, wild west. Like I swear, like they played that, and the tumbleweed came by. I feel like it's a little lighter in the atmosphere. It's a little lighter mood. There's a little lighter energy now. And I'm not saying that we do not need to take what is happening seriously. And that's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm talking about our mindset. This is called strength within. We're talking about mindset here. We've made it from shutdown to now. That takes resilience. I've talked to plenty of people that have been let go from their job and then have now found a job. Resilient. So how can we build this resilience? How do we build resilience? What are strategies to start building resilience today? And one thing that's dear to me is this concept right here. Is one. We have to stop our negative thought cycles. 
we have to interject these negative thought cycles. We all have them. They come and go. I don't think we will be ever be able to stop them. Whereas, you know, once upon a time, I thought once we're happy, we're supposed to be happy all the time. That's not true. Happy is an emotion. Negative thoughts come and go. Positive thoughts come and go. But a strategy is, is being able to stop that negative thought cycle. Not stopping negative thoughts from arising. No, 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 no. They're going to happen. But it's a loop. Right? There's a pattern in our thought process, especially with negative thoughts. And more times than not, when these situations happen, when bad things happen, we get in this loop of thinking about the negative outcomes to those negative things happening. And that's the circle. When the negative stimulus happens and then we think about the negative outcome, now we just connected it to. Now we're stuck in a loop. So when bad things happen, we often start to think about what is what, what, what happens after that, but it's usually negative. And then let's go back and, and we talked about, you know, depression and anxiety. Depression and anxiety. Being anxious is thinking about the future. And usually the feeling of being depressed is thinking about the past. And so when these bad things start to happen and we're always thinking about the negative outcomes, we're constantly just thinking about what, what, what could I have changed in that situation in the past? What could I have done differently in that situation? And that's not a good thing, right? That just beats us up. And then there's a difference of the future. And I know I said, you know, constantly thinking about the future uh, um, can drive anxiety, but notice what I just said. It can drive anxiety. It can drive anxiety. So when these negative situations come about, instead of thinking about the negative outcomes, instead of thinking about how we're going to mess up again, right? That's the loop. That's up to us. So we get repeatedly thinking about, oh, what could I have changed? How am I going to mess up? You know, I'm going to mess up again. Like we get caught in this, this, this world of, by thinking about these negative situations over and over and over and over again. Like we believe that thinking about these situations over and over again is somehow going to help us fix them. It's somehow going to help us solve them. But what we need to understand is it's just a thought. But when we insert ourselves in this negative loop, we only get caught up in the thought, in our thoughts. There's no action involved. Right? And so what do we do? What do we do? How do we, how do we intercept that negative thought cycle? And I'm not saying that this is something that's just easy because it's not. Being resilient is a skill. Being a great teacher is a skill. Being a great mechanic is a skill. Being a great mother 
a great father is a skill. And that word skill takes a lot of practice constantly, day in and day out. So we can't just do one thing and expect to end all negative thought cycles. Because there's certain things that we do when bad things happen to us that are so subconscious that that's a whole nother talk, right? We, we, we have these pathways in our brains that that's the way that we act and interact to certain situations. But I think with time and practice and, and the, the ability to realize that here's a negative situation, here's a negative thought, we can control the outcome. But how do we do that? I'm a firm believer in action. We don't need to be caught up in our thoughts anymore. We need to take action. We need to develop behaviors that when we face these negative situations and then dive through these negative thought cycles, that we have an action to get us out of it. And I hope that makes sense. And it's not just positive thinking. And I thought it was for the longest time. If I just think positive, I just think positive, but I just think positive, I just think positive that good things are going to happen. Sure, yes, to some extent they do when you're optimistic and you're looking for opportunities. I believe in that, don't get me wrong. But again, when we break it down, it's just a thought. Thoughts. Yes, thoughts become things, but thoughts become things when you read the fine print with action. Right? Sometimes we can't think our way out of our feelings. We can't think our way out of our emotions. We can't, sometimes we can't think our way out of depression. Sometimes we can't think our way out of a state of anxiousness. Especially, that becomes hard when these emotions are so strong. We all know how strong emotions are. And I was having this talk with a client of mine on how to stop this loop. And just a couple examples for me, and again, this is for me, is that I have found exercise helps break that loop. And it just dawned on me because for the longest time, and I mean, it goes both ways, you know, my, my infatuation and my obsession, yes, my obsession with exercise, any kind of exercise, I kind of thought and would tell people, I'm like, you know, I have a problem. Like, I have a problem. And I've had somebody say, you know, I said, yeah, I'm gonna, I just worked out like three times in that day. And it was like, you know what, I'm going for a run. And they said, well, what are you running from? Right? And that hit deep. And it had the answer for it. Because when that question was prompted, I was looking for the problem. But then it dawned on me. It's not the problem. It's, it's the helping the solution. It's my helping breaking my negative thought cycle. Here's the stimulus. Negative and then my way out of it, my backstop, happened to be exercise. And it doesn't matter what that is. 
I might go for a run. You might go for a walk. I might go lift weights. You might go walk the dog. You might go ride your bike. But what happens and what I find is when you do those things, those actions, you're completely doing a 180, especially for your brain. And when you take yourself out of that loop, out of that negative thought process, out of that negative environment or that negative stimulus, it forces your brain and your mind and your conscious to focus on something completely different. And that, my friends, is where you just broke that thought cycle. And let's say it's not exercise for you. Let's just throw something else out there. What do you love to do? You come home from a long day. Maybe you had a bad experience with a customer or you had a a bad moment at work. And you get home and maybe you like to paint. Well, right then and there, go paint. Whatever it is you enjoy doing, I feel like that's your backstop. That's how you switch gears. Something else that helps build your resilience now is overcoming our fear of failure. And for me... My whole, you know, adolescence growing up through high school and into college, it was, I had no problem getting uncomfortable in the gym, right? With pain and pain tolerance, right? Because that's how you get stronger. You have to undergo pain and discomfort to experience change, not only metaphorically and like for your mind and and success, but for your body to change. Like you have to lift weights. Like your muscles are going to burn. You're breaking down muscle fibers, right? So in some sets, I would go to failure. I was never scared to go to failure. But failing at something that was outside of that, I try to avoid at all costs. You know, and I didn't realize that until now. Recently, this year, all the things that I avoided to do because I was afraid of failing in front of other people, other people. I was worrying what other people would think poorly about of me if I did fail. And think about too, it was like the pressure of like my family and my friends like wanted me to succeed and not even wanted me to succeed. It was like the pressure of like, you know, you got my grandma saying, you know what, you're going to be so successful. You're going to be this. and You know, I'm so proud of you and all these other people and da, 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 da. Yeah, that's great. That sounds great. But it's like, what if, what if I fail? What if I, what if I didn't graduate high school? What if I didn't graduate college? And, and for me, I was the first, first person in my family to go to college. The pressure, right? What, what if I failed? Hmm. It was a fear. And then overcoming that, resilience. What'd you, what are you majoring in? Well, I'm doing this. Well, what if... What, what if what if I don't land a successful career after graduating college? 
I'd have felt ashamed. I mean, we feel ashamed when we fail. And it was like I was treating failure like it was this disease, this illness, like this sickness. Until within the last, you know, really the last year, just trying to dive in. And realizing that life is a lot like fitness in the gym for me. How can I take the things that I apply in that realm to life? And realizing I was never giving myself the opportunities to overcome challenges and to practice these things that help build resilience because I didn't want to get uncomfortable in that realm. And that in turn is preventing me, was preventing me, is preventing us from becoming more resilient. I was treating failure like a disease until I started finding these motivational speakers and all this and trying to use the law of attraction and realizing like we succeed through failure. We succeed through failure. Like we have to fail in order to come out on the other side as victors. But that's all a mindset as well. How do you treat failure? So I had to reroute that negative loop that I had of failure and look at it differently. And stop thinking that I'm in this battle. And start looking at things as a challenge. And changing the way that I perceived it. Instead of looking at it as a failure, I looked at it as, as a challenge. It's not a battle. I'm not in a fight. And they say that when you view these things as challenges, like we, we actually might be more capable and less, less likely to fail at them. Developing the challenge mindset. And I feel like a good way of overcoming our, feel of, our, our fear of failure is like I said in the previous podcast is think about all the things. Go back, whether it was last year, the year before, 10 years ago, your childhood, this situation that you were in that may have just devastated you and you never thought you were going to get out of it, but you did. That goal that you never thought you were going to achieve, but you did. And maybe that takes you hearing this just to reflect on those past challenges that you've overcome. So I think a key thing to help us be resilient now is to remind ourselves that we've been successful plenty times before. Even the little things. We have succeeded before. You have succeeded before. I have succeeded before. It can be done. That there can help shift that mindset. And so then that, 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 that sense of fear, we're going to use that as the negative stimulus, comes into that thought process, that loop. We have some things now that we can draw upon, that we can visualize ourselves doing well. Like we, we've been there before. So how about we take that and we start visualizing success by imagining ourselves succeeding or conquering that challenge. 
right? I was talking about, you know, when something bad happens and we think about the negative outcome, we got to switch that. We can't think about what could go wrong because that's just going to build more anxiety, more fear. And then when you start thinking that way, that fear of failure becomes more likely. And don't get me wrong, if we're able to switch that and, you know, for me, stop looking at failure as a disease and start looking at it as a challenge, it doesn't mean that my anxiety is necessarily going to go away or I'm not going to be nervous about a, a situation or a task or a goal. But what we do is it's a skill. We become better at acknowledging it and handling it. And sometimes we become better at acknowledging it faster and handling it faster. And, and going off of that, you know, we, we've been here before. We've had successes. And so when we can think about that and reflect on that, we can remember that what we may be going through right now will eventually end. Eric Thomas, pain is temporary. Pain is temporary. It can last a day, a week, some months, a year, but it will subside. Remember, this too will pass. This stressful situation will pass. And once we can realize that, that can help us become more resilient right now. We don't know when it will pass, but we know it will pass. A couple mantras that we might tell ourselves is that this, this too shall pass. Time heals all things, right? Whatever you need to get through the difficult situation. That's a strategy. And what I found myself doing is really trying to be in tune with my emotions in the now and embracing emotions. Again, going back, thinking that I always had to be happy, I always had to be happy, and so the moments and the thoughts that, you know, that, wasn't, that, that weren't happy, I was beating myself up over, and that was like a double negative, and so I was slipping farther and farther back. It's okay to be feeling anxious. It's okay to be going through a bout of depression. It's okay to be feeling excited. But what I've been allowing myself to do now that I've realized that happiness is just as an emotion, it comes and goes as much as sadness, that those moments of sadness and depression, when they hit me, I want to embrace them. I'm going to swim in that pool for a hot second. And I'm going to ask myself questions. Why am I feeling this way? What is the root of this feeling? And you know what? A lot of time it, the answer is I don't know. And sometimes that's a great answer because when you start to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And you don't know, you kind of go, hmm. Sometimes you'll find the answer and sometimes that's all you need. Why am I feeling this way? Is it a valid reason to feel this way? And nine times out of ten, it is and it isn't. You know? I mean, call it 50 50 then. Five, five out of 10, we'll call it 50%. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. That's a blanket statement. But ask is it a valid reason? Like, am I just overthinking these things? You know, what's going on? 
And I try to take myself outside of me and think about why I'm feeling that way, the situation that might have caused it. But also remembering that this too shall pass. And going off that is that that what you're feeling, good or bad, what you're struggling with, what I'm struggling with, that feeling in that moment, it is valid. I think I used to be so ashamed of what made me stressed out that it stressed me out even more. You gotta be tough. You gotta have thick skin. You know, for like men and males, you don't cry. But we need to recognize that what we're going through is, is, is valid, it's okay. But I was ashamed a lot of the time of what made me stressed, even if it was something small. And I would use, I would like compare myself. And I still do it. Again, this is a skill. You know, I say, well, it could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse. And, you know, I do like that mantra and that mentality for a lot of things. But when I, when I say that it could be worse, I'm almost saying that what I'm feeling is invalid. And I don't think that, I don't agree with that necessarily either. You know, and that just changed up until now. Like if it's something stressing me out, I need to learn that it's stressing me out. That situation may not stress you out, but that's fine. I have to learn to deal with that because what's stressing me out is legitimate. Just because it's not to you, but I'm too worried about what you think my stressor is. You see what happens? Kind of doubling back like... What are ways that we can be more resilient today is, 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 again, realizing that our struggle is real. Your struggle is real. I need to realize that you've already been resilient before. You've already been through something. You may not thought you got, you would get through it, but you did. And what if we thought about what, what, are, what are some of the toughest times we've had in our life? Just sit back and think, what are some of the toughest times, the top two, the top three toughest times in your life? And then answer the question, how did you get through those? Resilient. Another thing is, is not waiting for the problem to address itself or, or don't wait for the situation to, f to fix itself, right? Thoughts need to be backed by actions. And in order to create more resiliency, we need to be active. We need to be more active. What are the steps we're going to take? And whether that's being, oh, well, I just, no, I noticed myself. 
having this negative thought come upon me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop on it, go for a run. Again, using my example. One of the things like Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, look him up. Great content. He's a firm believer in double downing on your strengths and what you're good at. You know, and I was a firm believer in, in attack your weaknesses in the, in the fitness realm and in, in strength training as you address your weaknesses, which that still holds true. But again, I tried to apply that into my life. And so I was trying to be good at a lot of different things and stretching myself thin. Instead of using and double downing what I know I'm good at. Because resilient people use what they have in their toolbox, their strengths. And it's different from people to, from, from, from person to person. Like some people have a great personality. Other people are very book smart. Other people are great with numbers. Like we use what we're good at, grab onto it. And that's what can help us get through whatever's in front of us. Oftentimes, for me personally, trying to do this and this and this and this and this, and I want to be good at this because I'm always trying to learn, that drove some of those same negative thought cycles in situations. And so double downing on strengths, your strengths, using them is a fantastic way to become more resilient today. And what do I, what do I want to end this one on is loving yourself, being compassionate with yourself and realizing that everything you've been through has got you here today. And has made you strong. Like who you are today is strong. And I need that too. Realizing I am strong. You didn't get through all these years in life. And all those trials and tribulations. By not being strong. Because when we face adversity. That makes us stronger. It makes us stronger. And I feel like we need to see ourselves not broken, but how strong we are. We need to focus on the resilience and seeing ourselves as a person who is more prepared for life than yesterday. We need to focus on how resilient we are today and look at ourselves as someone who is even better prepared for life right now than we were a year ago. We need to be compassionate with ourselves. We need to love ourselves and realize, like, we, look, we've been through a lot. Just because we didn't go through what the person to the right or the person to the left or this person over here is went through, it doesn't, that does not matter. We are all different. We are all resilient together. 
And it's a skill and we need to keep building on it. This chapter is called Resilience. I love you guys. It's time to reach out, reach out, time to reach out.